the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred. But we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I am Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association at Olive Tree Views at lifesitenews.com on WND.com and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out my book, which is written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Are you aware that more Christians around the globe are being persecuted for their faith than ever before at any time in history? Christians are being fired, arrested, beaten, jailed, tortured, raped, and killed just for being believers in Jesus. It is critical that we keep these folks in prayer and that pastors talk about this issue from the pulpits. Who are the folks threatening Christians? Well, in many countries, it's the violent work of Islamic radicals, and that's probably the biggest single group. But the inhumane teachings of that false faith are not the only scheme that Satan has come up with to attack Christians. In India, it's radical Hinduism. In China, it's an atheistic communist regime with hostility to the authentic gospel and religion in general, unless you are pre-approved by the communist government, and you can imagine what kind of religion results from that. In North Korea, they worship the emperor and his ancestors, so there's no room for our true almighty God. 
Recently, the U.S. State Department, headed by Mike Pompeo, hosted the largest ever summit on this issue. And in advance of this historic international meeting, there were rallies in 15 cities to draw attention to one simple issue. Those firms in the U.S. who may be enabling such persecution, and in this case we were highlighting a major Ohio-based law firm whose clients include nations with abysmal track records on religious persecution. Mission America was there in downtown Columbus as we demonstrated to draw attention to Squire Patton Boggs, which is a major law firm based in Cleveland, but they have 15 offices around the country. And that firm lobbies for China, Saudi Arabia, the Palestinian Authority, and others. We want these folks to think about who they're representing. So here's the problem, friends. We have religious freedom in this country. We can go to any city and see buildings with crosses out front, and those buildings are called churches. I know you're thinking, why is she saying this? But this to us seems like normal life for many people around the globe, and the number is growing, this would be the greatest dream of all time, to live somewhere where they could freely worship the Lord Jesus and take their children to such churches and talk about Jesus and have Christian schools available if they wanted for their children and have a guarantee from that government of religious freedom. We must never take that for granted in this country because there is a growing number of people who, it certainly seems from their actions, would do just about anything to silence Christians. We are very foolish if we underestimate these people, and while we are going about our business, they're figuring out ways to override Christian voices, overturn any recognition of moral standards on sexuality, dismiss testimonies about change from homosexual feelings or healing after having gone through an abortion or the problem with abortion itself and the entire truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we must support the Trump administration's efforts on this and keep prompting the folks in Washington to hold this as a continuing high priority. It was not under the Obama administration, and it would not have been under Hillary. So let's always remember that. So in the news lately, there's been another issue of concern to believers, censorship. Yes, censorship. And this time, let's look at the recent actions of Amazon. They are now banning books on their website, at least removing them from availability to purchase. And surely you're thinking, oh, well, these must have been books that were probably uh, not very appropriate anyway, maybe hardcore pornography or books that would advocate sexual corruption of children or pedophilia, things that we could all agree are less than necessary and have no redeeming social value. Well, no, unfortunately and amazingly, all those subjects are still pretty readily available on Amazon. What they have removed 
with no previous notice or reason given, are books about changing from homosexuality to heterosexuality. And what is so threatening about that? Well, we could talk all day about what's really threatening there and what the agenda is. The books removed were first those by Dr. Joseph Nicolosi, a counselor who wrote a lot about his therapy in his work with helping people leave homosexuality behind. Starting several decades ago, he started writing about this, and he made a big and positive difference in many people's lives. I met Dr. Nicolosi when we were on a conference program together a number of years ago through Focus on the Family. He is now deceased, but his family is still making these books available, but no longer, not on Amazon anyway. And this came as a huge, stunning surprise to many people. Then, right after that, the works of other people who are former homosexuals um, and prominent names and their books, former lesbian Ann Polk, who is now executive director of Restored Hope Ministries. And many of you will remember that she's been on our program several times as well as the books of Joe Dallas, who is a very prolific uh, writer. He has written some terrific material. He is a former homosexual as well. He's written powerful books about the hope of change through Jesus Christ. He's written about his own testimony. Well, his books are gone also. So far, my books now are still available. My book for teens does talk about at the end of the book, uh, The Hope of Change for Those Who Have Same-Sex Attractions Through Christian Faith. So I am keeping an eye on this, and we can hope that they still remain available. But here it comes, censorship of the Christian voice for no apparent reason. Many, many thousands of people have left homosexuality behind, and that's never going to change no matter what the left and all of their allies like Amazon, apparently, want to do to try to pretend that it's not happening. Also, speaking even more about those who want to silence the voice of Christians and the voices of truth in this country, I need to report to you, as I do every year during the summer and as we are thinking about the next school year and what's happening with our kids, I always try to make people aware of what happened at the Midsummer National Education Association's annual convention. This is the almost three million member group that says that they represent the teaching profession, but let's hope not as you listen to what they're all about. They are actually a union. They're all about themselves, the teachers, and the school staff, and not so much about helping the kids, as you will learn if you are not already aware. They have very close ties to the most radical elements of one party in this country, and it's not the Republicans. Each summer over the week surrounding the 4th of July, the NEA has its annual meeting where it sets its policy goals and programs in schools for the coming year. And all I can say about this year's meeting is that it's more radical than ever, and it's been growing astonishingly more radical each year. It just makes me want to cry for our children who are sitting in schools run by these people. Now, of course, not all teachers by any means 
and and not all school staff support these policies and not even all the delegates. We have many stories about people who were very disturbed at the votes, the majority votes passing these policies I'm about to tell you about. The good news is that now, after a recent ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court, no school employee is forced to pay into this union or any government employee, no government employee is forced to pay into a union any longer. The reason you you really don't want to do this is because of how they spend their money. Their funds go pretty much directly to far-left causes and candidates and very little toward actual help for children and actual educational programs, unless it's indoctrination about far-left causes like homosexuality and gender confusion and abortion and all the radical elements of the so-called social justice movement. The NEA is all about indoctrinating kids to accept sexual sin in all directions, and they proved it in their own behavior in one of their events at this meeting. And if I have time, I will tell you about it. If not, read about it on our website. No teachers and school staff can choose to opt out of this. You don't have to be a member anymore. But here's what the recent Houston meeting came up with. And I will cover some of this before our break. And then I will finish in our next segment. All I can say is the NEA has turned into a group that is openly advocating treason in America. That's what it looks like to me. Tell me what you think. The largest union in the country, the National Education Association, hates America, hates God, and hates children. Tell me if you don't agree after I describe some of the actions at their recent meeting. They explicitly defended, this is, these were policies that were passed by a majority vote of their delegates. They explicitly defended the fundamental right to abortion under Roe versus Wade and are very much against any efforts to challenge this. And they are also in favor of the rights of youth to control their own body. Now think about that and what that means in the context of what's going on in this country. The NEA opposes the criminalization of border crossings. In other words, they support, apparently, open and unregulated borders. They are against the building of a wall, it looks like, and they want the immediate shutdown of detention centers, which they called concentration camps. They've been listening to a few too many far-left, childish, and uninformed voices of Democrats in this country. The NEA is calling for the immediate end to the detention and criminalization of immigrant children and their families. In other words, they oppose U.S. immigration law, which the Democratic Party hasn't done anything to change. They want an end to ICE raids, and they accuse the Trump administration of human rights abuses at the border when, of course, any objective research will reveal to them that the Trump administration is acting at the border in a very similar way that the Obama administration and previous administrations have done. So it goes on from there, and I'm going to cover more in our next segment 
But this is a radical group, and they have amazing power in this country, friends. Just think about that. We have to start telling people, every teacher you know, every school staff member you you know, do not pay money, dues money to these people. You can opt out. There is a way to do it. Rebecca Friedrichs, she was on my show recently. She has a book and a website that tells you all about how to keep your money away from the NEA and any teachers union. So stay with us here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. I will be right back after these messages. Don't go away. Friends, I hope you will take advantage of all the resources we have made available on the missionamerica.com website. And we have a new feature for online donations for your convenience. Please go to missionamerica.com where you can now make your secure online donation. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about the Radical National Education Association, which, like all the other teachers' unions in this country, local, state, and national, they are tied to the very radical and growing more radical policies of the left and the Democratic Party. So if you are a teacher or a school staff member or you have a relative who is or you know someone who is, be sure to tell them you do not any longer have to pay money to to have your job to the teachers union. You do not have to pay these dues. And if you want to know the details, it's about it's all about a recent US Supreme Court case. If you want the details, Rebecca Friedrichs, who has written the book Standing Against Goliath, has a website and she will walk everybody through the process. The website is called forkidsandcountry.org. That's for F O R Kids and Country dot O R G. So I want to continue with what happened at the recent midsummer meeting of the National Education Association as they passed even more radical than ever policies that are so tragically anti-American, ungodly, anti-child, and they, of course, try to pretend that they're all about compassion for children while at the same time they're advocating uh, abortion and sexualizing kids in all directions. It's the height of hypocrisy and blindness. We need to pray for these people. They are obviously very, very lost, or the majority is. Not all the delegates and certainly not all teachers agree with this. This is why we have to stand up because this is just a few folks who are running a very large, the largest union in this country. They have a lot of resources and a lot of money. So that's why it's important to know what they're all about. So one of the other, I'm continuing here, one of the other policies that they passed was this one. Quote, using existing resources, NEA will incorporate the concept of white fragility into NEA trainings and staff development literature and other existing communications on social gender, LGBTQIA, and racial justice whenever and wherever context and expense allows, unquote. It's, you know, a, another one of these very divisive special interest group agendas that what does this have to do with education? And this racial divisiveness is so unnecessary. It is, people are playing this for 
their own gain. This is not right because we do not have this level of problem in this country. And to try to pretend we do is that somebody's just manipulating the system and work in the system. Another NEA policy, they will make passing the Equality Act, and you've heard me talk about the outrageous Equality Act in Congress that would make homosexuality and gender confusion, federal civil rights, and there's many, many reasons why this is a very, very bad idea. Uh, They want to make this a top priority at the NEA and will work directly with the largest homosexual lobby group in this country, the Human Rights Campaign. They will support Black Lives Matter's week of action in schools during Black History Month. Now, the reason I find that a problem is that I think, again, Black Lives Matter is a very divisive anti-law enforcement group creating a huge divide in our country and it is totally unnecessary and is so unfair to the first responders and good police people in this country who are defending the African-American communities very, very well for the most part. And so, no, we don't need that in our schools. Again, more division and more misinformation. Another thing the NAA wants to do is collaborate and partner with those pushing for reparations for African-Americans. Again, again, Does every person who's had something happen to them in the past, do they all get massive reparations? You know, I don't know. Do the bakers and florists who've been sued uh, get reparations for the time lost? I mean, I hope the court, they win the court cases. That, that's the way to get reparations is if you have a real legitimate case and everybody's alive to be heard in a fair court of justice. That's how you get justice, folks, going back three and four generations to people who can't talk about it or defend anything um, is simply an agenda. NEA wants to hold professional development training for homosexual club advisors, uh, and they also want to teach them how to handle possible backlash. Guess what? Maybe from parents who don't want their children to join a pro-homosexual and pro-gender rebellion group that endorses sexualizing children without any opposing viewpoints or warnings about why this might not be moral, ethical, or healthy. The NEA wants to develop model state legislation for including the LGBTQ agenda in kindergarten through 12th grade teaching in public schools. In other words, forcing schools to subject students to homosexual and gender rebellion indoctrination throughout the school day in many classes. They want to develop legislation to do that. Please don't ever, Lord, let anything like this pass. It's bad enough right now before uh, there is law that would mandate this in every state. And here, here's another one on the, this is just ignorance, flat out ignorance. In a stand against linguistic oppression, NEA will call on educators to refrain from discouraging or explicitly telling students to not speak a language other than English at school. English is our common language. Every person who's an immigrant ought to come in this country legally, and they ought to learn the language. This is the smart and intelligent action to do for any country. If I decided to emigrate to Italy, the first thing I would do is learn Italian. Why? So that I can be safe, so that my family can be safe. I can understand, for instance, medical emergency situations and first responders. What is it about safety and 
the benefits of assimilating for people who apparently want to come to America. What about that is a problem? Everybody is looking to whine over issues that do not need to be a problem and to divide people. It's just so unnecessary and there's nothing racist about asking people to learn English. The people who love this country and came here and wanted to worked very hard to, to gain their immigration status and their status as a citizen loved learning English, most of them. Most people love that because it affords you so many more opportunities. And again, it's a matter, first and foremost, it's a matter of safety. And at future conventions, NEA will create space on name tags for designating pronouns and ensure there are more gender-neutral restrooms. They're all about grammar protection, but they're willing to support the killing of unborn children. Is this organization messed up or what? Just remember to tell every teacher and school staff member you know Get out of the teachers' unions. Don't keep funding the destruction of our country, our culture, and our children through these unions. That's all that we have time for, and we can do this. We just have to take action. Just remember, friends, just remember, with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.